The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. And thank you, Neil, for posting the Happy Hour Google group so that people can connect with it and find any information there that is shared by teachers or fellow participants. So, to start with this evening, um, I thought I'd share a few reflections about one of the really important things to remember in any mindfulness practice or meditation practice we undertake, and that is to be aware of whatever is coming up in the mind, heart, and body. Um, Even when we do practices that are focused on what is sometimes called an object. So it's important to stay clearly aware of whatever is arising or is present in the mind, heart, and body other than the object is, you know, if there's something else. So in some ways, we could consider these happy hour practices, what are called in the ancient Pali language, Brahma Viharas, or beautiful states of the heart and mind, we could consider these to be forms of meditation that in a certain way are focused on an object. In this case, uh, the object is the good wishes we're sending to others and ourselves, and also the, the person or being to whom we're sending the wishes. So when we take an object of meditation, we gently return our attention to the object again and again. And anytime we drift away, you know, the, the mind does that. The mind drifts off sometimes. Or um, we lose awareness of what's going on right here and now. Or we get caught in thinking or daydreaming or sometimes a reaction to something that comes up or preoccupation. Anytime that happens when we're doing object-based meditation, we gently bring awareness back to the object of the meditation. So one object of meditation many here might be familiar with, other than these Brahma Viharas that we're sending, these wishes we're sending, is staying with breathing, you know, sensing and feeling the breath as we breathe in and the breath as we breathe out. Alternatively, some people here may have had the experience of practicing with objects of sound or sensations in the body. So there are all these different ways to practice. Um, In our case, during happy hour, we are often using phrases that incline the mind towards wishes of equanimity, sympathetic joy, compassion, loving kindness to others and to ourselves. Um, we're maintaining or returning the attention to the phrases again and again. Whether we're following along with the guided meditation that I offer or Nikki or another teacher offers, or we're saying the phrases in silence to ourselves. These phrases and the person to whom we're sending them could be considered objects of meditation. Um, having said all that, we don't ignore other things that come into our minds, hearts, and bodies. It can be tempting to push them away or shove them down or use our capacity 
to, you know, kind of ignore. But in this case, I'm going to recommend, um, please don't do that. Uh, instead, briefly note, feel, know what has come into awareness in addition to or besides um, what we were practicing. Um, before gently returning attention to the person and the kind wishes. Um, Tuesday, I shared some reflections about when we notice difficult states um, that are present in our lives and are going to stay here. Um, I suggested that sometimes we might let go into these qualities that we're intending for others um, or ourselves. So we might let go into wishes for well-being, or we might let go into wishes for the end of suffering. And um, in our large group session afterwards, a couple of people brought up difficult experiences in life that are ongoing, and some wondered how to let go of those difficult feelings and states of mind. So tonight I want to mention there's another very important way to be with these difficulties that come up while we're doing these meditations. Again, don't try to get rid of them, and don't think of the difficulty as something that you must let go of. Instead, simply be aware of what's come up. Notice it. That's all you need to do right now. And another way of saying this is, let it be. Um, you might ask, why on earth wouldn't I try to get rid of something that's unpleasant or let it go? And first, I'd say that it can be too much pressure on ourselves when we think we should no longer be experiencing difficult states. There's a temptation to try to make our experiences and emotions conform to our idea of how things should be in meditation. And believe me, I'm the poster child having learned that the hard way that I can, we can do that to ourselves. And it's unnecessary. It's perhaps even unhelpful. Um, because when we try to force our mind or our emotions, that's not the kindest thing we, we do to ourselves. There's no need to treat anything that's coming up as, or our heart, our mind, our body as a problem when we encounter difficulty. Difficult feelings and states of mind could be understandable consequences of challenges that arise in relationships with others. And I don't think I've ever met someone who didn't have consequences like that at some point. This is part of human life. So it, when difficult states arise, they may be telling us something we need to know about um, how we are or how things are that wants our recognition and our care. Sometimes what wants to be seen will come up again and again until we give it the recognition it needs. We might be better off extending wishes of compassion and kindness to these difficult feelings when they come up and to spend time feeling compassion, extending compassion to them. Um, by the way, I want to clarify that this this doesn't mean getting lost in thinking about them or adding fuel to the fire, but more staying at the level of recognizing that some difficult feeling or mind state has arisen and being with it, sending it compassion, letting it be exactly as it is 
and letting it be seen, known, felt without reactivity. And then and only then might we consider returning the attention to what you were practicing with before. And at times it might be far more important to continue to send compassionate wishes to the difficulty that's come up than to push your mind back to meditating with the happy hour practice. So I'd encourage you to experiment with letting difficult states be. See what happens in your own heart and mind when you try that. Keep in mind that all of what we do in practice is an experiment. You know, you're the scientist and the artist of your own experiment. Some challenging states of mind may simply need you to know them, care about them, without trying to change them. Kind of the same way friends sometimes need us to hear them without changing them. So no need to add to them, no need to worry about them or get entangled in them. They come up, you acknowledge them. The way you might, you know, if if someone came to dinner late where you were having dinner with a group of people, you might nod, you know, see them and or quietly greet them. But you wouldn't, um, and you'd let them know that they're there and you care that they're there and have a seat. But you don't suddenly interrupt everything else that's happening to get into the middle of a debate you'd been having with them before. So part of this is allowing your practice enough space and time to grow in these unexpected ways that it sometimes presents to us. Trust, trusting what's coming up. When something comes up in your practice, treat it as a helpful visitor rather than a nuisance. So when this is applicable to your experience, see how these reflections might support you. And with that, uh, let's begin our meditation for the evening. Settling into an alert and supportive posture. Taking your time. And acknowledging how you are right now. Giving yourself time in caring for the body, feelings, and the mind. Taking time perhaps to um, invite friendliness for every state of mind and heart that visits this evening or that's already here. Offering your kind attention to anything that arises the same way you might offer attention in the kindest possible way to someone you respect, 
perhaps calling to mind a person or being for whom you care, whether they are right now sharing with you some of the best things that have ever happened in their life or are facing challenges right now. This is someone to whom we'll send, or you'll send kindness this evening. It could be someone who's always been very good to you, or it could be someone whom you know well and with whom your relationship has its ups and downs. It could even be you, yourself. Just pick any of the, any person, living person, that you'd like to offer caring attention for this evening. For purposes of our meditation, any individual you pick will bring up important states of mind that are good for you to learn about in their own time. So no pressure, no worries. Taking as much time as you need to bring the, the person's best qualities to mind. Perhaps seeing them when they are at their happiest or they've been helpful, kind, or well-intentioned. Really fill your heart and mind with images thoughts or words that describe them, whatever brings them fully into your awareness. Maybe you've seen them over a span of time. You've seen their best and worst moments. Letting all of that come into awareness. And when you're ready, inclining beneficial wishes to this person or to yourself if you're doing it for yourself. May you be well. Allowing whatever comes up as you say that in your mind. May you be free from harm. Mm -hmm. 
May you be happy. May you be at ease. May you be free from suffering. As you send these wishes, allowing awareness to receive any and all feelings and states of mind that come up on their own. No need to think about anything or search, look for anything. Just if they, if they arise by themselves, let them be known and recognized. These could be feelings or thoughts of kindness, caring. They could be happy feelings of sharing this person's joys with them. They could be a rather neutral recognition of conditions in this person's life, ways that they behave or speak, anything at all, letting it be seen, known, and letting it be. Continuing with these wishes, May you be well. May you be free from harm. May you be happy. May you be at ease. May you be free from suffering.
It's fine to adapt these phrases, send slightly different wishes based on what you know of the person. And again, giving space and time to anything that arises with it. Continuing to send these kind inclinations, kind wishes, and simply making space for any other body states, feelings, thoughts, attitudes, or any flavor in your own mind that comes along with this practice. As we continue the meditation together in silence.
And if attention drifts away for a while, and you realize you haven't been aware or focused on sending kind wishes, no problem. Receive and notice with kindness where the mind has been. Recognizing it, letting it be. Giving it the care it might want. And returning to sending kind intentions either to where the mind went or to the person you were sending to before, only when you feel ready to do so.
As we come into the last five minutes of this meditation, perhaps sending yourself kind wishes, acknowledging that what you're doing with this practice is a good way to cultivate the heart, and allowing yourself to spontaneously send whatever wishes to yourself that fits right now.
Interestingly enough, it is uh, seems to be the case that we can learn as much from the obstacles that show up or the difficulties that show up in our practice of meditation and in our daily lives, maybe even more. We can learn more about what it's going to take to bring us to freedom from stress, freedom from suffering, from dissatisfaction. And, uh, you know, Fred Rogers, a, a very dear colleague of mine, used to remind us that Fred Rogers said, what's in the way is the way. So to go straight through the center of um, difficulty, to receive it and acknowledge it, and to let your heart grow through that as much as through these beautiful cultivations that we're doing. So, we, you know, it's kind of a twofold uh, thing that cultivates our heart, both with the beautiful things that um, we're practicing with, the, the qualities of mind and compassion and heart, and also with being wholeheartedly able to be with and allow and acknowledge and um, stay in there when difficulties come up. So um, the other really amazing opportunity we have here is by doing the breakout groups, by staying for those and cultivating the ability to really listen with your whole heart to another person and refrain from offering advice or crosstalk or trying to teach anybody anything, but listening to your own heart as it listens to each person share one thing at a time and go around the circle just sharing one thing, that cultivation in itself is pretty amazing because you get to notice, you know, if it seems tough to listen to somebody else at this time, if your heart's too full, noticing that. If it's um, great, you feel inspired, noticing that. If it's like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to hear this, noticing that, like all of it, taking it all in and using all of it to grow. So um, with that, what